Now time for Tea Talks with your host, Margie Conway, in association with Connecting Hearts Network, connecting hearts of women to resources, inspiration, and one another. Sponsored by Pia Payne and Contour Mortgage, Warrior Defenders, Happy Life Nutrition, Killingsworth Realtor, and Family Patterns Matter. Now, here's your host of Tea Talk, Margie Conway. Hi, this is Margie Conway with Creative Heart Studios, and this is Tea Talks from the Connecting Hearts Network. Tonight, we are taping with four lovely women who are, again, experts in their field. They have proven that to you on a previous episode about real estate, and tonight, we're going to talk about women's finances. Um, we It's another one of those situations where I should have had the record going for the 30 minutes before we're actually recording, <laughs> but I didn't, so hopefully we'll, we'll learn some good things from this as we go ahead. So with me at the table tonight, I have Amy Killingsworth of Killingsworth Realty. Thank you very much for joining us. Yes, glad to be here. Um, my husband and I uh, have a real estate business here in Coweta County, and so we serve together, but we also serve South Atlanta, and so, but I'm excited to get to talk about finances today, so. I'm glad she is. I'm not. (laughs) Ricky hopes I pick something up out of this, and Pina knows I'm telling the truth because she knows Ricky in that area. (laughs) We have Pina Payne with Contour Mortgage. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm Pina with Contour Mortgage, and we are located here in Noonan, and um, I look forward to sharing some financial tips. All right. We have Casey at Ann Phillips with State Farm. Hello, I am Casey Phillips. I'm a local State Farm agent in Noonan, um, and I'm excited to share what I've learned over the years. And she's the youngest one out of all of us, so she's learned a lot really fast. <laughs> she don't know how I like to pick up people. We have Emily Davison-Webb with Lawson & Beck. Yeah, I'm Emily Webb. I'm excited to talk to you guys about uh, finances and planning financial power of attorneys and things that we handle in the legal field. And it, this is one thing that I've talked to several women about um, in teaching the classes with women who have been through some type of domestic violence and abuse and just talking with women naturally on all these different things I do. Uh, the majority of women do not have any idea on how to build their own credit, how to start their finances and set it up well. Um, I know that was not something I was ever taught growing up. You know, in, in the first minute, okay, this bill, you're good. Don't worry about the rest of them today. Um, Till I married Ricky, he's got to know how everything's paid, so I drive him crazy. Um, But this is something that women need to know more about. They need to know how to make sure they're listed on things. You need to know how to what the assets are and how to move during different areas of life. So I'm gonna let which one wants to go first. You're talking. Well, she's gonna talk about business. So we're gonna talk a little bit about building up your credit and how to set yourself up from the beginning, like you were talking about, if you need to build credit. What do you do? So I definitely recommend that um, for you ladies, when you are looking to get ready to buy a home, you need to make sure you have things in your name. You need to have credit cards in your name, not just in your spouse's name, or have them either by yourself or joint. You need to have maybe a utility or utilities, your cell phone bill, you need to have your name on the house. If you um, can't qualify with your name, make sure your name is on title. It's just real important because if something happened to your spouse, um, it's not just having the debt in your name, mm-hmm. but having being able to have credit. So if something happens to your spouse, you're able to go get more credit to buy a car, to buy a house, to get a credit card, um, put down a deposit to turn the water in at your house. Right. Um, the little things like that. So. Just make sure that when you are setting up your credit, make sure those debts are paid on time. 
Um, sometimes a credit card, the minimum payment is only $25, but you're looking at the balance of $500. Make the minimum payment if you can't pay more than that. Don't be late. It's very, very, very important that you don't be late on any of your monthly debt. But definitely have your name added to your debt with your spouse. All right. Assume that I am a young lady who's not married, so I don't have to worry about all those joint titles or anything yet. I would say just coming out of college, but then you're going to have college debt already behind you. So if I'm just starting out on my own, what would be some of the first steps I would take to start setting myself up to be financially sound? So make sure that you have three lines of credit. Um, if you if you have a car, maybe, and like two credit cards. Um, don't max it out. Like maybe buy a tank of gas or buy a new dress or whatever like that and then pay it off at the end of the month. It's so easy to, well, I'm just going to let it accrue and all of a sudden you owe $5,000 in the credit card and you can't pay it off. And you're paying so much in interest. Right. Um, so when you first start out, you may have to pay a higher interest rate, but you're not having to pay interest if you're paying it off every month. So keep an eye on those balances. But three trade lines of credit is what you need to get a good um, credit score and also a good credit score is to have a low balance with the highest um, limit that you can get. So like when they say, oh, we can extend your limit, go ahead and do it. If they can extend your limit to $5,000 and you owe $50, that's going to show that you have more available credit, which is going to give you a higher credit score. So that means I don't go on the Amazon shopping spree? Mm, no. Okay. Not unless you're going to pay it off. Just it wanted off. to clear yeah. that up right then. All right. So if we're establishing establishing credit as, as a young lady. And then if we've married or we're looking into buying the house, we've talked about how you're going to go in and check the credit and the things that they would need to do there on those things. So when we were talking about insurance earlier, you were talking about how that credit scores and things affect your insurance and the things there. So if uh, a single lady comes to you, what do you suggest? What do they need to need? What do they need to start with? Um, well, to start, let's just talk about auto insurance. You have mm -hmm. to have a driver's license with a good um, driving record and a good credit score to qualify for the best rate. Doesn't mean you're not going to qualify for insurance, but you're going to pay more. Just like Maybe your deposit on your water could get waived if you have good credit. Right. Same thing with insurance. If you have good credit, you're going to pay less money to us. Um, it's just a law of numbers, basically. So in the state of Georgia, there's like 40 to 50 different factors that goes into your insurance premium, but credit is the largest. Okay. So um, making sure that you have a good credit score and establishing insurance history young, because there's also an insurance score. A lot of people don't know about that. Um, when I turned 16, my dad put my name as a policyholder on my state farm policy with his name. Mm -hmm. So whenever he wanted to fall off, whenever I owned my car outright, he no longer was a co-signer with me. I already had a six-year accident-free and loyalty discount with state oh, that's farm good. Yeah. in my name, which was a 20% discount. If you don't have insurance in your name and then one day you just start over, I want to get it in my name only you start fresh. You don't get all that time where you were listed as a driver. Right. So it's good to establish that young too. Well, and I know that we've talked a lot about if we're buying a home and those types of things we're doing, but I know that, tell us how important renter's insurance is if you're renting somewhere. Super important. You might not own the home, but you should and probably do own everything inside of it. 
So your landlord is going to have the insurance to rebuild the house, but you don't want to start at zero. And right. Let's say there's, God forbid, a house fire. It costs a lot of money to replace all the way down to lipstick and tank tops, basically. True. And so having renter's insurance is super important. I can't imagine losing everything and not having here's a check for your insurance. Here's $20,000 to get you started again. It's just, and it's right. so inexpensive. A $20,000 policy is like $9 a month most of the time. Super worth it. And life insurance, we've talked about that. That's something we needed. I know my granddaddy, every time a baby was born, he bought him a life insurance policy when they were in the hospital before they came home. I don't know whatever happened to those, and that was many years ago, but I do remember he made sure everyone had a life insurance policy. So how important is that? Incredibly important. Um, a lot of grandparents do that. It's like mm -hmm. a grandparent's gift, we like to call it. Because if you purchase a whole life policy as a baby, um, first of all, you're never going to get it cheaper. You can get a policy, I believe you have to be 14 days old mm. to get a policy. That's the cheapest you are right. ever going to get it for your entire life. And then it builds cash value, it builds dividends. That $20,000 face value can be eighty, ninety thousand dollars $90,000 whenever you know, you're grown, you can pass that money on to your children. Super important. Um, that's going to be whole life insurance that builds right. your cash value. But as you get older, term insurance is super important too. Let's say I might not own a home, but I'm the sole provider in right. my apartment for my family. If I pass away, you need something to let them continue right. their life. You don't want to have to deal with grieving and then moving and struggling on top of all of that. Just giving your family some financial security with or without you there, super important. It, they say life insurance is the gift of love, which it truly True. is. And, and I do have to say, I know a lot of people that has other insurance companies for their cars and whatever, because you see them all over the TV. Um, I'd mentioned earlier, my grandmother had State Farm when I was growing up, and then when I married Ricky, he had State Farm. So basically for 57 years, I've been covered under State Farm in one way or another. And we have never had a problem with any of the claims that we've had um, from what I remember back then up until now. Um, there's always issues with anything finances and legal and any of that they have to deal with but that's part of dealing with it but at you know state farm is reputable and it's a company that holds its value thank you for saying that companies grow and companies change over the years um a lot of companies go through hiccups or mistakes but being able to overcome those challenges right. i think is one of state farm's biggest um selling points and perks and why i love being a state farm agent so thank you All for right. saying that all right, Emily. Yes. Emily is the state attorney. She knows all these things that we need to have our names on and how we need to handle these things. Yeah. And she's going to give us some great information there to share. And I know she is because I've heard her do it once before. <laughs> and you. I did follow some of it. So now maybe this time I'll follow a little bit more. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I do estate planning. Um, at, I do couples. But I also, I mean, I sit down with individual single women often. Um, I had a client recently in her mid-30s, so mm -hmm. single woman, and never married, no kids. So she came to me and kind of was like, why do I need a will? Why do I need a financial power of attorney? Why do I need any of this? Why mm -hmm. is this important? And the answer is because you need someone to be there that's right. going to handle things for you when you're gone or right. if you're not able to take care of things yourself. Um, so one of the things that I always sit down when I do my will preps is my goal is to, and not a lot of attorneys say this, and it's not always possible, 
my goal is to work myself out of a job. I want to set your estate up and your mm -hmm. will up in a way that you don't have to come back to me later. Your loved ones don't, because you'll be deceased, obviously. Uh, but they don't have to come back to me and have me do the probate. Um, right. And there are ways to do that. And so some of that is, is super important when it comes to financials. It's having that health care directive so that if you're in the hospital and you can't make decisions for yourself, someone makes those health care decisions for you. Even mm -hmm. as a single woman, you need someone to make right. health care decisions for you. Right. Um, there's a financial power of attorney we prepare for our clients. Um, that allows certain individuals to be named that if you're, un again, unable to take care of your finances, if you need to make payments and you can't access your accounts because you're hospitalized, it allows someone to step up. It's a power of attorney that let lets them work in your place. Um, and it's someone that's specifically named. Um, I encouraged this um, young lady to name her sister. Mm -hmm. That's who she wanted to use. Um, she asked for backups. It's a good idea to have backups. If you right. don't, though, it's okay. Um, come see me and talk to me. I, I want to go through that. And then once we get to planning your will and actually getting your will together, um, a lot of people look at me and they're like, well, I'm, I'm 28. I don't need a will. Uh, it's you do. It's good to have one. If well, you have nowadays. Any, yeah. yeah. Nowadays, you, anything, you don't know. Yeah. You just don't know. It's also, it's important to have one so that your loved ones know what to do. Right. Uh, you don't want to leave them in a position where they're just like, I don't know what she wants me to do with X, Y, and Z, but here we are. We're going to fight over it. I've, Death I, brings out the worst yeah. of people. Well, and the medical thing. Yes. And the medical right. is huge. And like, like I said earlier, the medical health care directive, that way... Decisions can be made for you. It used to be known as the Living Will in the state right. of Georgia. They've just retitled it as the Vets Healthcare Directive. Right. Um, someone needs to make medical decisions for you if you're in a position where you can't make medical decisions for yourself. Well, and that has come up on our show many times over the last couple of months with different people. And, you know, I have experience with that because I ended up with my grandmother, my mother, and my aunt. Mm -hmm. That I was the one making the decisions. My grandmother, we did have turmoil in the family from that. Um, but it, after the, that dealing with that, I made sure everybody else in the family had them already sit mm -hmm. down and straight. And I was discussing that with my daughter the other day, that we have ours and here's how it's laid out. And yeah. she was thanking me for doing that so that they don't have to make those decisions when they're under stress or in argument with anybody else. And that's yeah. something that I really impress upon people that are thinking about. I, mean, I actually bring it up a lot of times at the closing table. I'm going to be sitting there with somebody purchasing a house. I'm going to go, hey. Get your estate plan in order. If you don't, here's my card. Right. You don't have to do it today, but it's something to think about and it's something you need. Um, and I do it for married couples and individuals, of course. Mm -hmm. um, the important thing, especially for women, that if you are married, we've talked about knowing what accounts you have. We've talked about let's let's touch a little bit on what accounts because we haven't done that. Okay. Since we've been taken, oh, okay. so let's touch on <laughs> what you need to have your name on and what you need to know if yeah, you're in marriage so. or, or you know. Even if you're just in a committed relationship and you're doing it together. Absolutely. You know, One of the most important things we tell people, um, especially when it comes to your home, is joint tenants with right of survivorship. It is um, five words, four words, joint tenants with right of Yeah. Anyway, it's, mm. it's a phrase, a yeah. legal phrase that just means that you own the property with the other individual on title and... When something happens to one of you, death is inevitable, the property automatically goes to the other person. We avoid probate. Right. That That's how I would work myself out of a job is to avoid probate. So that is one idea is always having, if you can, have everyone's name on title to the property, um, who own the property, who are paying into it. So even right. if you're not married, if you're both putting equity into that house and that home, mm -hmm. if your name's on title, if something goes south, they can't sell it without you being uh, and I know somebody to that happened to. Yeah. And that does happen, and yeah. it's, it's really unfortunate. I right. want to pause on that, too. 
because if you have both of your names on the loan or mortgage or deed to a house, you need to have life insurance in both of your names right. with the other person as the beneficiary. If me and Emily buy a house together and she passes away, she will have life insurance to pay off the house so I can remain there. Right. A Super important. Yes. yes, Casey, thank you. A thousand percent true. Um, that is something we always tell people to do. Make sure you have the joint tenancy with right of survivorship. And then also, of course, you want to have beneficiaries listed on a policy. So right. if I sit down with someone at a close or at a state planning, um, appointment I'm gonna go over what what accounts do you have and when right. they look at me and they go I don't know I'm like it's time to start digging through emails it's time to start looking mm -hmm. in your mailbox figure out what you got that right. way we know that you've got a beneficiary listed this isn't gonna have to go into an estate and then we're gonna have to take weeks to months to years sometimes right. to probate it it's something that we can do right away you can send the will with or with copy of the death certificate and for example, if Casey's got the policy and she they make a claim with State Farm because someone's deceased and they're trying to get their life insurance paid mm -hmm. out, if they've got a beneficiary listed, they right. present a death certificate and they right. get a check. It doesn't have to go through me first. We could pay off her portion of the, the yeah. loan right. or the entire loan depending mm -hmm. on how much insurance you take out. Mm -hmm. And that's important because, you know, I, like I mentioned earlier, I've, I've worked with the widows at church and they would end up not knowing what was going on when their husband passed. But also working with women who have been in domestic violence or abuse, mm -hmm. most times they have no idea. Mm -hmm. And that is one thing that's held over their heads. So, Pina, when we talk about credit and we talk about accounts and things, what are other things that needs to have both names on them that they need to know about? Checking accounts, credit cards? Yeah, checking accounts, credit cards, um, just really anything. It's right. best to have, you know, like I was telling you earlier, I had a lady that her husband, her and her husband went through a divorce, and her name was not on anything. So once he moved out, he paid off what little bit of debt that could have been on her name. Mm -hmm. She was not able to do anything at that point to buy another house because her name was not on anything. So she had zero credit. Right. So it's real important that you have some credit in your name, um, and also to build that credit score up. Because like um, she said about the insurance scores, you have to the better credit score mm -hmm. you have, the better interest rate you're going to have, and the better loan. Um, program that you can go, you can have as well. Right. And, and these things, I've encountered it, like I said, with the women that I've dealt with. That is one thing that you should be able to sit down with your spouse or significant other mm -hmm. and have a conversation and say, let's lay this on the table. What do you have? What bills do we owe? What assets do we have? What accounts do we have? And be able to have a conversation that's open with them. I'll be honest with you, I've been married 22 years and we just did that not long ago because, you know, we had other issues we had to deal with so I wasn't even worried about that but we just did that like with this business I had to go say Ricky here's what I owe here's what I got coming in here it is you, you help me deal with this because I'm not good at that point because first of all some of us have strengths and some of us have other strengths and we complement each other but you need to be able to sit down and have that conversation openly without worrying about if you're going to have you know the major argument that's going to tear your family apart or if you're going to be safe because of it because sometimes that does happen so you need to make sure that you're able to have an open conversation about it now i will say i've been the worst wife in the world i buy stuff it's in a special hiding place at home. <laughs> I almost Same. said where it was. <laughs> when, when, when Ricky would be at work, I could have things delivered, and he never knew it. Now he's home all the time. So it's, I might as well have that conversation with everything out in the oh open. 
That's why and, I have an office. <laughs> I don't have a trunk that closes. It's open. It's hatchback. I, I, you know, I don't have hiding spots anymore. So I have to just say, okay, yeah, I bought it. So what? <laughs> but, but we are good on that because you know I have wives that will say, or husbands that will tell their wives, she lets him buy guns. Why did she let me buy guns? Well, Ricky takes care of our bills and takes care of me and does anything that I need him to do. I don't care what he buys. He can do what he wants to. I yeah. was laughing at you talking about the conversation to have with your spouse yeah. because it it's a conversation my spouse and I had before we got engaged because yeah. I, as an attorney, I, I come with debt. I come with student loan debt. And yeah. so <laughs> it was very mafia style at the dinner table one night when I wrote down the figure, uh, large figure of student loan debt, flipped the paper upside down and slid it across the table and was <laughs> like, this is what I come with. You can either walk away now and I understand yeah. or we take it on as a team. He took it on as a team. Or he's a fantastic man. But, I mean, it really was a serious conversation it, that it I knew is, I needed yeah. to have with him before we went any farther. Because Absolutely. I didn't want to feel like I was lying to him. Right. Um, uh, I mean, and we had to do that with mm -hmm. some issues in our yeah, life at exactly. the very beginning. Exactly. And we've had to readdress it mm -hmm. over the years. You know, as, as the kids moved out, as different mm -hmm. things happened, we've had to sit down again and yep. say, okay, here's where we are and here's what I haven't been telling you. Yeah. Usually it's me not telling him, but, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll come out with it. The key word is we. And yes. With my husband and I both being business owners at one point, if you owe taxes, I owe, we owe taxes it's a we. together. Right. And so not being newly married, but, you know, only being married for a few years, we had to learn that together. Yes. You know, so... We and being upfront and disclosing all of that is super important. Mm -hmm. We had to learn that on both sides. Yeah, we need to be yeah. come to the table as honest as we do. Well, and and it might be a little bit difficult, you know, at the beginning, mm -hmm. and especially if you come from backgrounds like mine where it was survivor, it wasn't, yeah. you know, whatever. And and it might, I, and I was extremely independent, so I didn't want to tell him anything, and I didn't want him to tell me anything. And so it, it's important to be able to do that because it does get better afterwards. All right. Um, now we're, we're, Amy was like, well, what can I add to this conversation? Because she has the real estate part where we go out and find the houses and spend the money. Right. But, but I also <laughs> pointed out to Amy that she is a successful businesswoman on her own before she started real estate. So many times, I, you know, young women starting out on their own and especially with sales and different things we bring in start their own businesses. Give us some hints for women when they're starting out. Yeah, so um, I guess it was about nine, oh, well, eight years ago, I started a business, um, and I had never really done that before. Mm -hmm. So talking about all the husband and wife, like Todd and I have like a monthly finance meeting. Oh, good. And we have a spreadsheet. Now, sometimes that meeting doesn't happen because I don't invite them to it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're okay this month. You don't have to be here. Okay, we're good. So. But um, I realized early on with starting my business, I was like, okay, there's you, you got to keep things clean because uh, right. I didn't. Well, I didn't because when taxes came around, the, right. the first year is sorting through receipts from this is the business and this. And I was like, we don't need to do this again. One year we're not doing this again. And so really separating not just even on spreadsheets or or excels and budgets, but in bank accounts. So we right. we split the bank accounts. Um, and then when it got to a point where, you know, this business was now carrying my income and I was able to leave my job mm -hmm. and this was my, my income, um, 
we've started looking into, we found a really good accountant, and we went and got uh, LLC right. um, in to really protect our personal assets. We had no idea why people got LLCs. We're like, right. we're, we're not going to be those people. We don't want an LLC. <laughs> but then we realized, oh, they're smart to get an mm-hmm. LLC. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because it really does, if someone was to come after you for some reason with your business, your personal assets are protected, and they can really only target your, your business assets. So, um, and there's probably a whole lot more to it, but that was enough for me to go, okay, that's what I need to do. And so we set that up. And so now we run our, uh, I run my um, business through that. We run our real estate business through that. And then we have another thing that Todd does on the side that we run through that. So um, I definitely recommend having, you need to know where your money goes. I mean, that's the bottom line. And so Mm -hmm. whatever tracking system you have, whatever works for you, um, you need to be able to know where your money goes. Um, I heard this girl talked the other day and it just kind of scared me. She's like, I know, I don't know what I'm doing wrong with my money. I mean, when I shop, I shop on sale. So why am I broke? I'm like, that's just not the right. You shop a lot of sales. (laughs) (laughs) Broke money, you know. Ten of those diets. <laughs> yeah, I'm like anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. So I mean, just know, have a tracking system, and if you are married, have a way that you at least come together, whatever your method is, coming together and talking that over, and mm-hmm. um, and that can be tense because that's right. a, that could be a sensitive subject. Right. Um, but uh, but it's also it, it's good. It kind of actually grows us together times as well to have to talk through those things. Kind of like you were saying, like let's just be transparent and honest and know where we are and where we stand. Right. So. Well, and, and I always say, you know, you guys that listen to us on a regular basis, you know that I say God really played a joke on Ricky when he stuck me in the middle of his life because Ricky likes his ducks in a row and he likes to know what's going on. I guarantee you he's got a little OCD in there. So when we got married, the bills stayed right here on the counter. I thought I'll clean up the counter and I'll put them in the little letter holder right here on the counter. The next month he got a utility bill in and with that utility bill it had a late fee because he didn't pay the month before. And he, I didn't see the bill. Where was the bill? And I'm like, you get the bill every month and it was just right there, you know, like a couple of feet over. I was like, didn't you know he didn't pay the electric bill there? So you have to respect, you know, how the other one handles things. You have to, the system, you have to respect the system. Now he lays those bills. 20 years later, he puts that bill on that table. I leave it there until he tells me to put it somewhere else. But it, it is, uh, you know, you do have to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're starting out on your own, if you can start out on a, a good, even playing field and build yourself up mm-hmm. and work well to get where you want to go instead of playing catch up later, that's the best way to do it. Um, I guarantee you that we have these ladies here. They they can give you more information. We're going to talk about having a workshop where we can come together and we can do question and answer and things like that. Um, but we'll have to put a little planning into that. And I'm sure that when we stop talking about this, you're going to think of a lot of other things you could have said and that's okay we can start putting one together for the next time all right i appreciate all of you coming with me there is so much we could talk about finances Mm -hmm. um basically work together with your spouse or your significant other ladies make sure your names are on everything start out with some revolving credit on your own for your car or a credit card that you do not run up to the max at the amazon sales that you keep down and you pay off monthly um, keep things, you know, like we were talking about. Well, I only shop on sale, yeah, but if you buy all of them because they're on sale, which I have done, um, that's not necessarily a good thing. 
Um, so those are things that you need to do. You know, if you have a business, separate it from your personal finances so that you're protected that way. Um, if you need a good estate lawyer, we have Emily here. If you need insurance, we have Casey here. If you need mortgage and, and how to build your credit, we've got Pina there that will help you with refinancing and, and home equity, refinancing, first-time mortgages, a little bit of everything like that. And we have Amy that's going to go out and help you spend it. Yep. All right. We got it going good. So thank you for joining us this time, and we will catch you like next time. Hello. I'm Pina Payne with Contour Mortgage, and we're so excited. We have just moved to this new company, and we are located at 560 Noonan Crossing Bypass in Noonan next to Art and Jake's. And we have some great products. Our interest rates are better than any other companies, and we also have some great products with the for the VA. Um, we can do a better deal for you with fees than any other company. We have a lot of different kind of programs. Moving is a big decision. Selling or buying a home in any market, but especially today's, can raise a lot of questions. Hi, I'm Amy with Killingsworth Realty. My husband Todd and I serve the Coweta and local area. Our purpose at our first meeting is to learn your goals, answer questions, and provide resources so that you can make the best decision for you and your family. Find us online at killingsworthrealty.com or call 678-525-0047 to schedule a free consultation today to discuss your real estate needs. You don't have to do this alone. Hi, I'm Holly Reese. I'm the founder of Warrior Defenders. I'm a certified tactical self-defense instructor and I specialize in women's self-defense. I teach technical drills for survival skills and education on self-defense tools and how to use them. My journey started in self-defense because I'm a domestic violence survivor. I'm here to empower women, to teach them how to be their own heroes, and to learn today to have a safer tomorrow. You can find Holly online at www.warriordefenders.com. This is Margie from Connecting Hearts Network. I'd like you to take just a moment and listen to Linda Kirkpatrick explain to you what Family Patterns Matters is all about. Family Patterns Matter works with youth and their families to help overcome barriers that prevent their success. We meet twice a month with mentoring, tutoring, teaching life skills, resilience, gratitude, and kindness. We also bring music and art therapy. Please visit our website at www.familypatternsmatter.org. You have been listening to Tea Talks with Margie Conway in association with Connecting Hearts Network, connecting hearts of women to resources, inspiration, and one another. Tune in next week for another episode of Tea Talks.